You're listening to the RUV English podcast. To hear more and for all the news from Iceland in English, just head to ruv.is slash English. Hello, this is Ruv English and I'm Darren Adam. And over here, well, up there, in fact, relative to where I'm sitting in Siglafjörður, is Lydia Athanasopoulou, music journalist in the north of Iceland. And uh, as we said a few weeks ago, we were together to record some of these. But uh, we are recording once again our conversations remotely. But I really want to get back to Siglifjörður at some point. What sort of summer have you had so far? Um, it's been, <laughs> yeah, it, well, it's nice to be back. <laughs> um, but it's always nicer to be up here in Siglifjörður. <laughs> We've had uh, some nice sunny warm days last week. But before that, we had a lot of wind when there were some yellow warnings in the north. Yes. Always uh, a little chillier up here, but that's okay. And by the time this conversation is heard by you, of course, the weather could have changed all over Iceland completely once again. Today, we examine the history of Icelandic music through the genre of synth-punk and the DIY scene. And I, send, I said at the end of last week's programme, I still don't know, I'm about to find out, if the songs we're going to hear reflect music that's being made today or if we are diving back into the past for these, because synth-punk as a term feels both historical and contemporary. So where are we going with these? Well, you your hunch was right, and you kind of hit the nail on the head about it uh, belonging potentially to both past and present. And dare I say, it will also belong to the future. Mm. Um, we are going to be listening to synth punk that is contemporary. But of course, synth punk is rooted in uh, the 80s when it first emerged. Um, and, uh, you know, synthesizers have taken the world by storm yet again. This is definitely the second wave of, of discovering synth music, uh, whether we're talking about people like the BBC Radiophonic Workshop mm. or the reissuance of uh, the the um, modular MOOC, uh, you know, that Suzanne Tiani plays, for example. So uh, it, it, synthesizers are in our lives for sure. And they have been part of the punk scene before, but now there's there's definitely a resurgence. And uh, Iceland, of course, has some very good representatives of this sound. Uh, and if these bands are not strictly synth uh, or strictly punk, they definitely seem to combine uh, both. But we also have um, some other peppered sounds mm. in there. It's a bit more, we have a bit more hardcore. And then we also have something a bit more, um, more indie, let's say, but still with a rather strong do-it-yourself uh, sense. Sure. And I think, as ever, the best way to convey what we're talking about is to let the music, to an extent, speak for itself as well. So let's dive in. Where are we starting? So we will start with a band that, at this stage, is well-known uh, all around the underground uh, synth world, uh, the, the indie scene all around the world. We're going to talk about Kailan Mikla. Um, it's, unless you've been living under a rock, if you are into any kind of music that is uh, different to popular music, you've probably heard of them. They're a post-punk band, but they also have elements of dark wave, cold wave and gothic. Um, they formed back in 2013. It was actually, they formed as an entry for a local poetry contest uh, hosted by the Reykjavik City Library. Um, and it combined Mathildur's written poems with Rosa's bass and Sophia's vocals. But a couple of years later, Matilda switched from drums to synthesizer. And uh, that December, they released uh, a record on Fabrica Records, which is based in Greece and run mm. by the very popular uh, cold wave band Cellophane. Uh, hi, guys. Um, <laughs> back 
back uh, it's a small world <laughs> um <laughs> back in 2018 kylan mickler opened for the cure uh, at robert smith's personal proposal um and uh, a few years later they played again uh, after robert smith suggested it they played alongside really big bands such as mogwai the pixies and the deftones they have four albums under their cloaks and their third album uh Nocht after Nocht, night after night uh, was released back in 2018 and uh, I quote contains songs of regret shadows witches and all the things that lure in the darkest hour of night mixed with Icelandic folklore and reminiscent of the winter darkness that simul simultaneously frightens us and makes us feel at home I well the, the I think so yeah I think <laughs> the days are getting shorter but there's still plenty of daylight for this hopefully not to be too scary little deer from Kylan Mikla
Kylan Mikla and Little Deer as we investigate the synth punk scene in Iceland. What I love about these shows, if I do say so myself or ourselves, Lydia, is the the sheer number of different areas that we have been exploring. And that speaks to, again, we keep coming back to this point, the sheer breadth of creativity and expression within Iceland. It's extraordinary Absolutely. for a country of 360,000 people. It, it really is. And... I- I, aside for it being a small country and, and so there's a lot of collaboration, perhaps yes. for, for lack of being able to uh, collaborate with people in other countries, perhaps the isolation, um, you know, people have access to music uh, education, which is also great. And I think if, you know, if you manage to have most of your basic needs covered, uh, which is something that we are fortunate enough to, to usually have here in Iceland, then of course you can, you can be creative and, uh, there are also uh, grants and funds and programs mm. and support for artists of all kinds. So this is also another reason, I think, uh, why we see such creativity. It, it's, uh, it is, seems to be supported. All right, let's hear another example of that creativity. Yeah, so our next example is uh, an example of such creativity which uh, depends on no support. We're talking about a relatively DIY scene, so do-it-yourself mm. uh, bands that, that stress the importance of... Uh, of claiming projects for yourself, doing things for yourself, teaching yourself, learning and educating yourself, uh, and playing music um, in your own way and not listening to anyone's rule. So we have Guðir Hins Nýjatíma, Gods of the New Age, and this band name uh, is actually the a track name by the uh, punk band Teugadeldin that we listened to on the punk episode. That was the cover with the fingers gouging out the eyes. Yes, enough. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So uh, Gods of the New Age are definitely part of this new wave of punk and post-punk bands from Reykjavik. They play straight up badass synth punk mm-hmm. with the absolute meanest synth riffs, if that's a thing. <laughs> and um, they have, you know, biting lyrics uh, and vocals uh, there's a sort of desperate uh, energy and aggression. They blend EBM with old school 80s dark wave, techno, industrial. It's very dark. It's very sinister. And there's not one guitar in sight. <laughs> and um, it's as they de- I think they describe themselves as goths let loose in an arcade, which I think is a brilliant description. Uh, and this duet features Juliana and Fanar. Uh, both are very active in this scene. They have been for decades. They're also, both of them members of Döðiplin, who we're going to listen to next. And Fanar alone is a powerhouse. He, he has done multiple projects from psych rock to hardcore to witch house with uh, electronic music. He, he uh, draws and designs and organizes shows. So very, very active. 
Um, and so without further ado, this uh, next song is definitely one of my absolute favorites, uh, just, just from Icelandic music in general. Uh, it's called Dansa Burtu Taurin, which means dance away the tears. And we're going to follow this directly with Doidi Flynn that you mentioned, and then we can talk about them as well.
Guther Hinz Niatima and Doidi Flynn, two songs together there, uh, and the connection between the two you you hinted at, I think, at uh, the start of this. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Juliana and Fanar from Guther Hinz Niatima also play in Doidiplin, which means uh, forces of death, I believe. Uh, and and the song we heard by them is called Frelsil uh, Frelsil til avera kugud eða kuga avra, which means the freedom to be oppressed or oppress others. And this is uh, quite symbolic, perhaps, of the general ethos behind uh, Doidiplin. They're they're a very political band. They're a hardcore band. So no synthesizers here, um, but but because they're part of a, the same scene that of other bands we're going to mention, I, I wanted to mention them. Also, they're actually friends of mine, and I think what they're doing is very uh, very cool. They have half a dozen or so releases, including a demo, full length EP, and split cassette. They just released a new album um, just in early June, and it's five tracks of total blazing hardcore at its best. So you've got huge bass riffs sharp uh, guitars, pummeling drums and mad vocals. They've already toured Europe and the US and they've got another European tour book this summer. Um, and alongside the Guder Hinz Niyatima, they're also playing this year's Northern Punk Festival, which is uh, the resident punk festival uh, that happens every summer on the Verstluna Manhelgi uh, weekend in Kvamstangi. And uh, I'm very much looking forward to that. Every year they collect local uh, bands uh, of all various underground uh, genres uh, alongside some foreign guests and uh, this latest album almost has black metal overtones uh, at times this is a genre we talked about um, mm. a couple of weeks ago and it's loud blown out production uh, is just perfect for that style and and fans of early hardcore from Japan or South America should absolutely positively check this band out okay let's move to a band called Burn. And uh, a song we're going to hear, Vonin Erdrepin. Burn or burn meaning children. Yep, absolutely. And uh, Vonin Erdrepin meaning hope is dead. So that's rather goth. It's indicative, yes, I guess. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, if metal wouldn't even mention the concept of hope, goth mentions the concept of hope being lost. <laughs> and uh, Burn, they play some dark wave post punk of the highest order, in my opinion. And uh, they feature Alexandra on vocals, who is also the vocalist for Deiduplin, um, and Fanar, uh, aforementioned Fanar on drums. Uh, also, Juliana is in this band, this time on bass duties, and Anna Guthny is on guitar. And they have a very sort of heavy, he heavily emotional, I guess, is, is the, the word I'm looking for, because it's it's very charged. It's a type of dark wave that is very expressive. So they, they're, they're concerned with notions uh, around very rather serious issues. So, so gender, feminism, body image, ableism, societal norms, patriarchy, and of course, where all of those intersect. So um, this is not just uh, goth music for, you know, lounging around uh, in dark rooms. This, this also has uh, a rather politicized message, which I deeply appreciate. And uh, they've played many shows across Iceland, including Iceland Airwaves, but also uh, Europe and the US. Um, and both these two bands, Burden and Day the Flynn, have albums out on Iron Lung Records from uh, the US, which is definitely one of America's best underground labels at the moment. Uh, Burden have two albums and two EPs under their studded belt. And they're definitely one of my favorite bands from this new era. Let's hear them.
Vonine Drepin from Bern, as we have time for one more piece of music as we take a continuing listen to the synth punk and DIY scene in Iceland. And again, when you see that phrase, you know, synth punk, when we were sort of plotting all of this out, or you were plotting this out, I still think of synth punk as late period Gary Newman when he mm. unexpectedly came back into the album charts a couple of years ago. Um, that's a sort of reference point for me as far as this genre is concerned. But mm -hmm. as we said at the outset of the conversation, to simplify it, just mixing either the punk ethos and or sound with, with electronics kind of gets the job done, doesn't it? Yep, it does. I think Gary Newman is an excellent reference. But what's interesting is, depending on who you ask, um, for some, the Stranglers are also... Yeah. Early, early, uh, sort of parallel to synth punk, but they have the punk ethos. They have synthesizers. Um, they sound nothing like the bands we we are listening to today, or almost no. nothing like. Um, but uh, definitely, like you said, punk ethos synthesizers gets the job done. And and what a good job they're all doing of it. <laughs> uh, quite so. Let's hear one more. So next up, we have something that fits more into the um, DIY category of today's show um th there are of course some synthesizers but uh it it's very much diy because uh we're gonna look at a solo artist called thorir georg um we're gonna listen to something from his solo work but he has been a very active member of the uh, local scene for decades and he's been in various bands and side projects including rot my summer as a salvation soldier d7y christmas witch oreida and many many more he has released well over 10 records, EPs and cassette tapes, full-length albums, singles and split releases. Uh, his latest record came out just a couple months ago. Um, and it's possible if you are if you live in Reykjavik, then you may have even come across Lorid Georg, as I believe he works at Lucky Records, one of the oldest record shops in Reykjavik. Mm. Um, his latest album is called Nokur Goth, Good Enough. And throughout his discography, what I deeply appreciate about uh, Thorir is that he showcases so many different styles that he has obviously absorbed throughout his lifetime being a music enthusiast. And it seems like he just gets music. He, he gets what is needed to write a, a track that is both interesting, um, moving, uh, but also still, it's very, it's very personal. And, and his, his honesty at times in, in either the, the simplicity of the way he, he has put everything together to the lyrics, it's almost disarming. It definitely pulls at your heartstrings. And uh, his latest record does have some more beats and drums in it. Uh, some of his older work is more on the acoustic side. Hmm. Um, but overall, there is this this 90s indie feel. There's that word again. Um, We're going to hear big sort of Italian house piano and breakbeats here. And uh, James <laughs> yeah. Brown's funky drummer being sampled. Not, not quite that 90s. <laughs> not, not that quite 90s, no. Okay. More along the lines of like Sarah Records, a uh, lo-fi melancholic uh, scene from the UK in the late 80s and 90s. Uh, and, and people who appreciate that kind of music, I think, mm. should absolutely check out Thorir Georg. And uh, the song I have selected is from an older record of his, from uh, Pantophobic, which is self-released from 2017. And the song is called Years and Years and Years.
Years and years and years is by Thuriad Georg. That rounds up our look and listen to the synth punk and DIY scene in Iceland. Now, next week, Lydia, we're going to look at we're going to look at and listen to experimental music. And what strikes me is that you could just about have made the case that in every single previous program, even Eurovision history, there are elements of experimentalism. I would say Hattari, perhaps, if you compare it with the rest of the, mm-hmm. the songs in that episode. But we're so when we focus on experimental music next week, roughly what sort of areas are we going to be in? We're going to be in difficult areas. <laughs> um, we're going to be in areas that are atonal uh, and perhaps uncomfortable, uh, noisy, um, and and even arrhythmic. So uh, we're going to be in 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 the general domain of uh, artists like uh, Stockhausen, Stravinsky, Xenaki, or Miss Yen, mm. uh, but but focused on Iceland. Well, this pleases me hugely. So <laughs> looking forward to that very much indeed. <laughs> Experimental music in focus next week here on Roof English. Lydia Asanathapulu, thank you very much indeed. We'll talk again next week. This is Roof English. I'm Darren Adam. Get in touch anytime. We are English at ruv.is. You're listening to the Roof English podcast. To hear more and for all the news from Iceland in English, just head to ruv.is English.